Yay. I know, you guys. This is a very, very special occasion because we are doing a sequel book on the podcast. Right after we read the first book. This is a first. This is this, this is, is a, a first. This is first. Let's just stop and let's just like bask. marinate in that moment. <laughs> just bask in it. Okay, and now let's get to it. <laughs> get into this shit right now. <laughs> yes, because the first ten chapters of this, whew. it was. Oh my god, it was like it was. It was like okay, you finish a court of thorns and roses, and it was like, oh, the ball's still rolling. I don't know where, why you thought it was gonna stop, but it's gonna. It's still right. rolling. <laughs> I was like, right. oh, <laughs> straight out the gate, the drama. Yo, oh my god, the drama and the trauma because it was so yes. much. <laughs> so much so much so we have a lot to discuss yeah let's go ahead and start off with chapter one you want to take this one yes okay or you want me to take no, it no no i got it i was sorry i was looking at the the page before chapter one so okay oh but oh no 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 no. talk about that yes it's like a very subtle recap of basically the ending of a court of thorn and roses like it clearly says amarantha and it talks like it's it's basically the the very last task that um Feyre had to do yeah so she's having a um a nightmare about that and Essentially. she says that anime says something to her <laughs> and <laughs> anime so, yes bitch anime says something to her and then the last person that she stabs is like herself so that yeah. right there opens up the door to let you know She's having a difficult time living with herself and processing after that final task. I mean, in reality, who wouldn't? You know what I mean? Like, you kind of lost yourself a little bit. Like, who you thought you were when you did that. Like, it's crazy. Um, We'll get more into it as, like, the chapters go. But essentially, like, this is basically her biggest dilemma. This is her biggest trauma um, that she's trying to, like, get through. So yeah. after that page, it's part one, the House of Beasts, which is actually appropriately named. Um, <laughs> very appropriately <laughs> named. Yeah, it is. Um, okay, so chapter one just starts off with Thera being sick. So um, she, what happened? No, Paul's right there. Okay. Because when that chapter opened up with her hurling in the toilet, I was like, "This She's bitch pregnant? better not be fucking I thought pregnant." The same. I was like, oh my gosh, she's pregnant. I was like, don't you dare open up a book like that. Right. I, I was will, like, this chick I will close is this fucking shit so fast. pregnant. Um, <gasps> no, so essentially, it, it, like, she wakes up, she's hurling her guts. This is like a nightly thing. So, like, every time she has these nightmares of what happened under the mountain, she, like, wakes up in, in just a state of, oh my God, oh my God, am I under the mountain again? And then she's sick all over again. And she's just hurling her guts. Now, mm-hmm. the thing, I think it's this chapter, but basically Tamlin is sharing her room. Not that they're sharing his room. Apparently there's there's separate rooms in his estate. One for him, one for her. Yeah, it's like in the medieval-esque days or whatever, like the husband would have his own room and then the wife would have her own room. But basically. he's he's in there with her, like they're together. Yeah, so Tamlin's been, li- been sleeping in her room and like, she says that they like essentially he's also going through trauma from under the mountain, but the way mm-hmm. he's dealing with it is he shapeshifts into the beast and then he like curls himself up at the end of the bed almost like to keep watch. 
Like a dog. <laughs> like a dog. Right. Exactly. And it's it's just that first chapter was really short. It's just the it's just you getting to know that like, okay, yeah, Feyre and Tamlin are both dealing with trauma. My biggest question from that chapter was that she says while she's like in there and she wakes up in the cold sweat sometimes screaming or whatever, goes to the toilets, throwing up, throwing up, throwing up. She gets back in bed and she said for just a moment, she thought that she heard his breath like hitch, like he might've been awake. Yeah. And she was like, but I never really like ask him if he's awake or anything like that. And I'm like, one, if he is awake, why the fuck is he not comforting you? That doesn't make any sense to me. And two, you have to like wake up when you hear somebody like somebody throwing up. The bathroom I don't think is like that far away from the bedroom. So it's like, I understand you're going through trauma too, but your girl needs you. So what are you doing? Or is the fact being that like you both are going through trauma. You both were under the mountain at the same time. You both were looking at each other when things were happening and stuff. If anything, I hate to say it, but if anything, you guys might end up trauma bonding, which is Mm, something. Yeah. And like, you know, comforting each other or like sitting there and be like, look, I know what you're going through. I was there right along with you. They don't want to talk about anything. At this point, I'm sitting here and I'm like, okay, there's something missing from this relationship. Like you guys aren't communicating the way you should be in a relationship. So to me, at already chapter one, I was like, what the hell happened to the communication? Mm -hmm. They're both just separately dealing with their trauma the best way that they know, how. know quote unquote mm-hmm. know how yeah. and not trying to be like or not trying to comfort each other or not trying to be like hey let's figure out how we can both move forward like they're both struggling and i'm like if you're gonna struggle struggle right. together like, i don't I understand why see, like i know you see me going through my shit i see you I'm going right. through your shit we're gonna go through this shit together <laughs> yes. but no together so that was just like that was really weird to me um for chapter one but you got the gist of where mm-hmm. the relationship is right now. And I think that was really important. It is. It's super important that we know, okay, you know, it wasn't all... Sunshines and rainbows and unicorn shit. Exactly. It was almost like they walked off into the sunset. And it was like, oh, we're, we're great. We're good. We love each other. Blah, blah, blah. And like now, after chapter one of A Court of Mist and Fury, like I'm sitting here and I'm like, wait, okay... The relationship isn't mm. perfect. You got there's you guys aren't communicating. There's obviously trauma from the mountain that's you know in your way, and like neither one of you guys are um, doing what needs to be done in order to help each other. You're you're both actually deciding I'm gonna deal with it my way. He or she is gonna deal with it their way, and when we're both done dealing with it, then we'll come back mm-hmm. together. Or they're like completely ignoring it. During the daytime. Like, it seems that the trauma only hits... At night, yeah. At night. So, okay. Moving on to chapter two. This is where I started to sigh-eye a little bit. I was like... <laughs> like... Mm. I was like, oh, I don't like this. According to chapter two, Feyre wants to be useful. Yeah. She has been basically cooped up in the manor on the grounds. And, like, she hasn't been able to be by herself essentially and she really wants to go to the village tamlin is like nah and she's like i want like i want to help i want to go and like lucian is kind of like 
I'll, I'll work on it. Like, I'll try to get him to, like, let you go. But essentially, Tamlin is putting his foot down and he's like, no. Yeah. And he keeps her at the the estate under heavy guard. Yeah. And he's like, why don't you go paint? Or why don't you go plan the wedding? Because, you know, he proposed. And she's just like. Right. She hasn't painted since she got back from under the mountain. So she's like, no, I can't see shit the same anymore. Like, I can't even look at the color red mm-hmm. without, like, trying to vomit. But she, yeah, so that's another thing. Like, that's another form of her trauma. Now she can't even look at colors. She sees the color red and she immediately thinks of Amarantha, mm-hmm. which is hard because Lucian has yeah. red hair. So she's having a hard time looking at Lucian too because of the color. And like, I'm like sitting there, I'm like, damn, this is the worst place for you to be in in spring. I know. Okay. I know. <laughs> but also the fact that he's like, oh, you have plenty to do with wedding planning. Don't. Don't, she don't, don't want to plan this like fucking way. First of all, you know that's not the type of girl that she is, and she's never been like that. I don't know why you thought that, th- that she was just going to start now. Thank you. I legit sat there and I was like, this makes no sense. You fell in love with a huntress. A warrior. Feyre right. has always let it be known that she was a huntress, that she's a fighter, regardless if she can't really fight that well or whatever. And like, I'm like sitting there and I'm like, who the fuck do you think you're marrying? Apparently, he just turned around and was like, okay, now you're going to be my good little wife. He feels like, oh, he must think he's marrying Elaine. Because <laughs> I like said there, I was like, yo. <laughs> Honestly, right? I was like, what bullshit is this? He does say something interesting. And I don't, I don't know if it's me just reading into this like too, too much. But he says something interesting on page 11. He says, those same people see you as a blessing, a marker of stability. And I was like, oh, shit. Like, okay, well, now you have the trauma. And now you have people building on top of that. Like, oh, you're a saint. Everything you did for us. Everything you did for us. And now she also feels like a fraud because she's like, no, I've killed people. So that's a lot to unpack in just the the beginning two chapters. Okay, also, in in A Court of Thorn and Roses, uh, Lucian said that, was it oh no maybe it was a bogue was it the bogue that only tamlin could kill yes, or was it that only tamlin could kill the bogue? okay because i like sit there and i was like okay lucian's out there fighting nagas and crap and he getting his ass whooped and like i was <laughs> so mad limping he lied to favor that's another thing too he lied to favor about how he got hurt because favor is like oh i can go out i could do this and i could do that and tamlin's like no these creatures who served um anti I don't know what the fuck to call her. Anime was a really good one. These <laughs> anime was a good one. <laughs> That's a real good one. These people who used to serve she who shall not be named Ooh, are still go. running around out here and they know that I would do anything for you. So if they catch you, like it's a wrap. So she didn't know that um, those creatures were out and about and running around. So that's another thing too, because they supposedly went into hiding in the end of A Court of Thorn Roses. So why are they back now? When he mentioned that, I was like, okay, I understand. I understand the need that you have to want to protect her because you couldn't protect her Mm -hmm. under the mountain and you had to sit and watch her be tortured and everything. I understand that. However, that doesn't excuse you for keeping her cooped up. And like, granted, if she wants to help, let her help. You know what I mean? These are now her people. Tamlin is just putting his foot down, and I'm like, dude. Who are you? I need you're, not, you. you're not the right. daddy. Like, her daddy don't even do that to her. <laughs> like, oh, speaking of her not being mortal anymore, her being fae, right? 
Yeah. When she goes to meet Inaith, who is a new character who is just not passing oh five my God. checks for me at all. Can we just, wait, can we take a minute, Inaith? Like, I don't know if we say her name right. I don't really give two <laughs> shits. But I already, I like sat there. I was like, who the fuck is this bitch? Because first off, we, t- uh, okay. She's described as being um, blonde haired. She's always dressed in a hood. It's like a blue hood or something. She's a priestess. She's supposed to have like a tattoo or something on her forehead of the phases of the moon, mm-hmm. I believe, or something like that. And apparently she's a friend of Tamlin's. Yeah, like a longtime friend of Tamlin's. And this is the first time we're hearing about high priestesses of the land and all that shit too. Thanks. So apparently they work very closely with the high lords. I already was getting the vibe. I'm like, either this bitch has fucked Tamlin or she plans to yeah, fuck Tamlin or something. And I was in like, this book, mm. high priestesses are not celibate. They don't have like a life. No. They have a life of solitude. Yes, but they can come and go as they please. They can bear children. They can marry. Like they can do all of that. This. Okay. Yes. This is something that like even Feyre talks about. She's like, they're not celibate. She's like, and Anaith has made it very well known that she jumps from guy to guy and she's not shy about it. And I'm like, okay, so she a hoe. I was like, you got a priestess that's a hoe. <laughs> so Anath is a high priestess. And unfortunately, because Tamlin has been away so much or like has been out and about and he hasn't let Feyre out, Anath has kept her company. And Anath is the one that's like basically planning the wedding. And she's basically telling Feyre like, you should wear this and we should get these colors and these people should sit next to each other. And like this whole thing. She basically has a wedding planner and the high priestess. Basically, basically. But it's just like, I don't, like I said, I can't put my finger on it. I don't really like her. Um, But she does say, like I was saying beforehand, she says something that I didn't really think about before until I got further into the chapters. When Feyre says something about her family, Anith, or Anath corrects her and she's like, oh, your mortal family. She said, we're your family now. Yeah, basically. (laughs) That's basically what she said. She's like, we're your family now. And then she was right. like, are they coming to the wedding? And Feyre's like, no. Yeah. That tipped off something a little bit later in the chapters for me and is definitely mm. going to play into my theory. Just make a mental note of that. Okay. Um. Also, another thing I want to say is Tamlin. So after he put his foot down or whatever and like basically told Feyre like, no, Feyre is basically tiptoeing around Tamlin now. Yeah. So in order to like not start a fight at all, she just agrees with him and she's just kind of like, okay. His thing to pass over like any type of grievance or anything is I love you. Oh my God, yes. I love you. Yes. He does something wrong and then immediately afterwards, I'm so sorry. That's some toxic I love you. behavior. I, <laughs> and not even the good kind. Do Listen. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't know who needs to hear this, but... So, and look, we're going to talk about it more because you realize it the further you go in. Like, granted, this is just chapter two. You realize it the further you go into the chapters. I just sat there, I was like, oh. Because initially it happens in chapter two, and then I started noticing little by little. It's a pattern. Mm -hmm. And it's a pattern. And I was like, this is not good. Yeah. I was like, this is not good at all. This this might not end well. Uh, (laughs) No. (laughs) All right. So, chapter two, after um, Tamlin leaves... Basically, Feyre is stuck with Anath, Um, and they're basically discussing the wedding, and Anath has yes. a crush on Lucian. Yes, she, she does. She has a crush on Lucian. Yes, and immediately, I was like, this bitch is not worthy of my baby. No, she's no. not. <laughs> and Lucian 
was like, no. um, you can go ahead and pass right by me, sweetie, because it's a no for me. <laughs> he was like, I don't need that kitty cat. He's like, I don't need that kitty cat. Everybody's had that kitty cat. I'm good. Like, no, was, no, no, thank you. He's like, that he's like, that's been on everybody's menu. I don't I don't want it. Right. I'm good. <laughs> I was like, damn. He's like, I only eat delicacies. Uh <laughs> But also an important thing to bring up is that Lucian especially doesn't like her, not only because she's fucking annoying because she's been trying to hit on him. She has been. But also because Anath wasn't there when um, Anna Banana was ruling. (laughs) Anna Banana! (laughs) Anath's father basically was like, yeah, we're going to head out and packed up his whole family and left. It doesn't say where they went. It just says that they left. And so I was like, okay, packing that away for later because that might come in handy as well lucian don't like her twofold yeah then this also crosses Feyre's mind like she sits there and she's like well and nathan's hamlin would be a good couple they're pretty together i was like oh girl if you feel that way she should not be around she should not be around your man Okay, so she does mention that like a match between Anath and, and Lucian wouldn't be beneficial, but a match between Anath and Tamlin would be. She just goes off and she's just kind of like, Anath would be perfect for Tamlin. She's listing all the reasons why she is not perfect for Tamlin. Yeah. And that's adding even more stress onto her. And so then Anath also asks her like, you know, um, are you least excited about your wedding? And like Feyre is just like, I was excited the day he gave me the ring. But now, like, you could tell. Like, it's just insinuated. She was excited the day that he proposed. But, like, now that she's planning it and everything that's happened since then, she's mm-hmm. no longer excited. She's more of, like, I should be excited. but I'm Yeah, but it's, like, well, one, wedding planning is stressful as fuck. I will I say that. I, you had to do that. Mm-hmm. You had to fucking do that. You had to fucking do that. Shut up. (laughs) (laughs) And two, she just feels like, you know, she is not adequate. So, yeah. Oh, but then, Feyre still has the tattoo on her left arm. Mm -hmm. It's been three months, and my baby hasn't come to collect. So, (laughs) my baby hasn't come to collect. I... Oh my god! And if, in all honesty, she's legit hoping he never shows up. Yes, to collect. Is. She knows that he didn't forget, but he's no. she's just like, please. Hopefully, please. he don't show up. And then, of course, Anath is like, "Well, we'll get you gloves for the wedding." Next thing we know, Feyre's in bed. Tamlin comes into the room. He's surprised that she's awake. But basically, I think they have spicy time. They do. <laughs> I love they that. They do. Can we, can we use that from now on? Spicy yeah, time? Yeah, yeah, they have spicy time. They do. Yeah. They have spicy time. And while they're having spicy time, Pharaoh was like, what are people going to be calling me? Because I don't want to be called high lady. And he's like, oh, girl, I got you. You don't even have to worry about that because there are no high ladies. And she's like, pause. Pause. What you mean? Literally, as he's going to <laughs> lap what up milk. I'm so <laughs> she's like, pause. She's like, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait, what? And he was like, yeah, only high lords have, you know, wives and consorts, but or consorts. But yeah, it's just high lords. There are no high ladies. He legit, no, he legit said there, there has never been, never been a, a high, high lady. Yes. lady. Yes. To which Feyre's like, well, what about um, Lucian's mother? And he's like, she's not a high lady. She's lady of the autumn court. Right. Um, and I was like, what? Right. I was like, well, what the. Isn't that the same shit? I don't... 
Also, Apparently what not, mean? because high lady, you get to like a high lord make decisions and help out and shit like that. Lady is just like you stay home and you do all the things that a wife is supposed to do. You stay home, you bear the kids, and you be in the damn kitchen pregnant. Right, and I bet not hear shit else from you. Facts. <laughs> like, I was like, oh no. She goes to question that, but, you know, he's just like, no, he no, no. Her down. It's spicy time. He dicked her down. He did. Like, she, she went to question it. She didn't get a question in. Like, she got maybe the first word out, and he dicked her down. Right, That's basically which what is happened. also like, toxic. 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 Like, every Thank time you. that she wants to fucking talk about something serious, he Something is like no meaningful. no no he's just spicy like spicy time no right he's like he shuts it down and then he says i'm sorry i love you and then spicy time it's what toxic. the fuck is that it's toxic behavior it it's is toxic, toxic behavior. behavior it's fuck boy behavior that's what it is. <laughs> like i'm like tamlin you, you're giving me red flags it's bro. too much you're giving me it's red flags much. so then we move into chapter three nah like in chapter three basically tamlin has felt guilty supposedly mm-hmm. and he leaves lucian with pharaoh if I remember correctly, Lucian takes Feyre into the village. Yeah. And in the village, they are on horses and they stop every couple of paces. Um, Lucian gets down and he's like, hey, we're here to provide help. Do you need any help? And those people immediately look at Feyre and they're like, no, we're good. We don't need any help. Right. Like the debt is paid. Yes. And I was like, oh, damn, she just wants to help. Let the bitch help. <laughs> Facts! And, like, it killed me so much because, like, Lucian is trying to be very, not passive, but he's trying to, like, pacify both of them. Like, he's trying to be, like, listen, like, he's trying to talk to Feyre and, like, listen, it's very hard for him to, like, let you out of his sight. It's very hard for him to, like, give you leeway. You really got to think about this. Like, he had a very hard time under that mountain with you and, like, things like that. And then I'm sure Lucian is also, like, trying to pacify Tamlin in a way of being, like, look, she's just asking for a little leeway. Like, can you give it? Look, my baby is suffering. He's playing middleman. And this ain't right. He's playing middleman. Meanwhile, going crazy because that bitch Anaith is trying to get in his pants. Let's not even talk about this bitch because he don't want nothing. He He really doesn't. He really doesn't. But the most that I got out of chapter 40, or not 40, goddamn. The most that I got out of chapter three was that Feyre at the end realizes that her very presence is a reminder of what those mm. people suffered. Because those people who were rebuilding the village, they were never seen under the mountain for a reason. They were in tunnels. They were in tunnels below the mountain, in camps, all pressed together. Yo. Lucian was like, the things that they had to do when um they were for, uh, forgotten, when they weren't fed, they would feed on each other. They cannibalized each other, yes. basically. And so, I was like, yes, uh-huh. girl. It got dark. It got so dark. So when they see her, they're like my savior, but they're also like reminded of what happened to them. So she's like a blessing and a curse for them to look upon her. Yeah. Also, two things that were mentioned in this chapter. Uh, one, the tith. I think I'm saying that right. Tith. The tithe. tithe. The tithe. Okay. Tithe. Like kind of like when you go to church and you're tithing. Okay. So Lucian mentions this and he says it happens twice a year around the summer and winter solstice. Mm-hmm. And basically, it's almost like Robin Hood. This man is taxing the poor. He like, is for his protection. Oh, and this ain't the mafia. Why are you, t- why are you telling me? Listen, if you pay, I'll protect first you. Of all, for what? First of all, you shouldn't be taxing them. I think he said that he taxed them a little bit more too because of what happened the last 50 years. You weren't able to protect them for the last 50 years. So you shouldn't be taxing them anything extra not only that but the last 50 years like it sounds like everything was in disarray why would you why would you tax them more 
if everything just like let let them rebuild first right. let them get their feet on the ground first and and Before then you start be like, asking for shit that you don't even need exactly eggs all right we're gonna get into that because that that happens in one of the chapters and i was like this yeah is i was pissed ridiculous. about that same um so there that was that and then another thing was um people are calling Feyre Feyre Cursebreaker. Yes. I was yeah. like that's a badass last name Feyre. <laughs> it's better than her actual last name. What's it her, is. her actual last name is like Ar- Archin Ar- Archion or something like that? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, so basically that's what I got out of chapter 3 essentially. Mhm. Now we move on to chapter, chapter 4. four. <laughs> when I tell you <laughs> This was this was kind of funny, but it was also kind of depressing because these are the days leading up to the wedding and Feyre has to endure like all of these banquets and parties and meeting all these people. And she's like, I cannot deal. She really can't. And she's clinging to Anaith because Tamlin has gone into the party and like has has gone off. I don't know. I, I can't remember if it's with friends or he just went to go greet other people. It's like, it's all of that. It's all of that. He went off with friends. He went off to greet other people. He looks like he's having the time of his life. Like he is unscathed. Meanwhile, exactly. baby girl is depressed. She depressed. is up like, against the wall. She is somebody like. Somebody needs to address this because anesthesiologists fucked her up. Yo. Anesthesiologist. <laughs> <laughs> no, she did. She did. She definitely did. Feyre is basically at this party, but like she really doesn't want to be. She's clinging to Nath because she's kind of like, this is the only like person that I can be next to who may be able to help. Yeah. And then. They stand near a wall and, she, and Feyre like kind of wants to disappear into the wall. Like that's how badly she just doesn't want to be there. Yeah. And my thing is like as a a, a, a fiance, Tamlin, where are you? Where this right. is happening? Why aren't you Why with her? Why are you her? not picking up the social cues? Oh my God. Yes. Like, it, was, it made yes. me mad. And then on top of that, some guards come over to hit on Anaith and they see Feyre and the guard is like oh I just want to let you know I'm such a big fan the way you took down that mitten guard worm as oh, if it was, it was the best sport. thing I've ever seen like it was a goddamn sporting event no okay I was fighting for my life what the fuck do you mean for my life. <laughs> <laughs> all these years I had to fight oh my god Side note, side note, I really sat here and I read through this and I was like, you best believe Anith had a threesome with these damn guards. Oh, I of guarantee course. you. Of course she did. You. Of course she did. Or she's planning on it. I mean, that's what it seemed like. I'm sorry. The best thing though was um, out of this whole thing, they, as they're talking to her, they look at her arm and they see her left hand and you can still see some of the um, the tattoo peeking out of the gloves that she's wearing. And they look at her and they're like, has the high lord come calling? And she's like, no. And they're like, oh, it's been three months, blah, 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 whatever. They, I forget exactly what it is that they say to her, but the way she defended him. Bro, right? With the authority. I think he said, well, don't worry. You know, we'll be ready when he comes. She was like, I doubt there's anything that you could do against No, no, no. I got it. (laughs) Okay. It's on page 36. Basically what they, what they say is. He's probably running scared now that Tamlin got his powers back. And then she says, then you don't know Rhysand very well at all. Yes! <laughs> no, you don't. No, you don't. Bitch, and you better no, watch you your damn mouth too before you speak about my high lord of the night court. Oh my God. Okay, so after she makes that little like assertive declare, she basically is like, I'm done. I'm leaving the banquet. Mm-hmm. And she leaves. And like, 
She says as she's leaving, she sees Tamlin with a group of people and she's like, they're obviously his friends. She's like, but he's laughing. And she's like, when when was the last time I laughed like that? Like truly laughed. Yeah. And I was like, oh, was this like, is oh, so bad. bad. I was like, this is so bad. It's sad. So, I mean, after that, she keeps going through the rinse and repeat, having the nightmares about being tortured. And we finally get to the wedding. And baby girl is in the poofiest. She hates her wedding dress. Poofiest <laughs> dress. I was like, Damn. That's the one thing you probably should have chose for yourself so that you were comfortable, but she didn't. And so she's about to get ready to walk down the aisle and she's standing there and Alice is like, go. Oh, yes. Alice looks at her and she's like, don't be nervous and like things like that. And like, like Feyre is just like, I'm not. But then Alice does say something that I like sat there. I was like, damn, that says a lot. So Alice is like, basically, she's like, you look beautiful, which we all know Alice is not one to give compliments. No, she is not. So then when Alice says that, uh, Favor says, thank you. And she's like, and you sound like you're going to your funeral. Yes. Dude. Yes. And I was like, oh. And like, she starts to like, think about that in her mind as she's walking down the aisle and she's seeing everybody. She starts thinking about all the things that she has pent up about being tortured, about Tamlin putting his foot down about stuff, about her not being the person that he needs or wants her to be. And she's like, I'm not worthy. I'm not worthy on so many different levels. Yeah. So basically, she's trying to focus on Tamlin, who's at the end of the aisle. As she's walking, she, and granted, as we've spoken before, it wasn't her that basically put this wedding together. It was a Nath. Mm-hmm. So she, as right. she's walking, she starts to see like white rose petals scattered, but then also there's red rose petals scattered. Pause to which- there because this bitch told a Nath not red. She told her at the table when she was asking her, what kind of flowers do you want? Or what color flowers do you want? She said, um, anything but red, anything but red, anything but red. And this bitch, this fucking bitch did it anyway. Because to her, to her, she likes out there. She's like, well, this is what's of the spring court. So because, because what I thought was, I sat there, I was like, the reason that she did it anyway was because Adath wasn't doing, wasn't planning this wedding for Feyre. She's planning this wedding for the spring court. So like when Feyre saw the red, it immediately triggered her. Cause we all know like now red is a triggering color for her. Yeah. My girl stopped walking. <gasps> she was like. Came to a halt. Like she was in a car at a red light that she almost she ran. Like, she was like, oh shit. Meanwhile, Tamlin is at. Oh, bitch, are you going to walk down the aisle? Tamlin. Right. Tamlin's at the end of the aisle. He's like, Feyre. And then Anaith. Anaith, this bitch is like, come bride and be and be joined with your true love. Come bride and let good triumph at, at last. Meanwhile, Feyre is screaming in her fucking head like, help, help, help. Somebody help me. Somebody come get me. Somebody come and get me. Please. Right. Somebody needs to help me. And Tamlin actually reaches his hand out to her and takes a step towards her and she takes a step back. Step back. And the crowd is like, oh. The crowd was like, oh. It was Bro. yo. It was like a it was like a Jerry Springer episode. The it was like, so was, and of course, it just got better because at that exact moment, she heard a like crack of thunder. It was clap, bang, boom, and then what and happened? Who's behind? What her? fucking happened? No, no, no! It's the best line out of the fucking chapter. It was hello, Farrah, darling, Daddy Reese. I read that. I reread that. I triple read that. I sat there. I was like, my baby, my baby. <laughs> I might have to get that tattooed somewhere. <laughs> Hello, Farrah, darling. Ah! 
Oh my, oh my god. god. And that's how chapter four ends. I would never have wanted my name to be Farah so bad. So oh we god. move on to chapter five because that's where chapter four ends. And Reese has come to cash in, baby. He wants his Listen. prize. He wants it now. My baby looks really good. Mm-hmm. He looks really, really good. Mm-hmm. The description, the description was like, he is so laid back. He is just like, let me put my hands in my pocket. Yo, we got to talk about this like later on, but the hands in the pocket is a signature move for my mans. It is. It's a signature just like, move for my I'm mans. at ease. I don't know what all y'all are in a huff Yo, about. Right. Like, you guys are I'm all chilling. Up, but I'm chilling. Oh, and then the condescending shit. Like Reese is immediately just like looking there and he's just like, what a pretty little wedding. Oh, my mom, And Tamlin, of course, is like, leave. Get out. We're about to get married. And he's like, I don't see your priestess. And Nath and half of the guests this ran This bitch off. ran. She ran off. Which, which also, because later down the line, we find out that Reese doesn't particularly care for Anath. So I was like, oh, there's definitely something there. I sat there. I was like, all right, I already wasn't getting good vibes from this bitch. But the fact that my baby don't like you either, oh, that mm-hmm. tells me a lot. That tells mm-hmm. me a lot. Yep. I was like, okay. Red flag. Tamlin is like, you need to leave. And Reese is like, no, I've come to collect and we're going to leave right now. And Tamlin is like, what do you want? What do you want? He's like, you can't pay the price. (laughs) Yo, my baby was like, listen. (gasps) Oh my God. And then after that, um, Tamlin's like, well, I'm not going to let you take her. And Reese says something about the, um, what is it? What will happen? if you break the bargain or if you break the deal. And I was like, oh, so what are the like, what are the qualifications for that? Like if you break the deal, does she belong to the night court forever? Cause that would be interesting. I don't know, but it doesn't mention it. All it says is like, it's it legit says that like Tamlin is like, if you hurt her. And then Reese is like, I know, I know. I'll return her in a week. Yes. And then they go into like, avoid it's almost reminded me of um when we read Addie and Luke sidestep or Luke sidestepped Addie. Oh yeah but it was like yes. ten times more interesting because she was like we were hurling through the darkness. Through right. And his and then, hand was like on me trying to keep me steady and he was like laughing at her. Yo and then they she says that like the darkness vanishes, she smells jasmine, she sees stars, and then Reese is like, Welcome to the night court. Yeah. I was like, I've never wanted to be at a court so badly. (laughs) Bruh, the way that she describes the night court, oh my God, it sounds like a luxury hotel. It's gorgeous. So after that, like Reese just kind of, not that he brushes her off. He's just like, this is my private residence and whatever. Um, And immediately Farah is like pissed. She's like, how dare you? And he's just like, I I saved you. No, but he look the tit for tat between Reese and Feyre right now, because he legit, he legit is like, I certainly missed that look on your face. Like, (gasps) oh my God. (laughs) But then he, he legit sister and he's like, you're welcome, you know? And she's like, for what? And he's like, basically for saving you. And she's basically saying like, she didn't ask for it, Mm -hmm. but he immediately is like, listen, the bond that we have, you were screaming down that line. Like I could screaming. hear you when you were asking for somebody to save you in your head. Right. He at this point kind of goes into her head. She immediately is like prick. Prick. That's like her favorite nickname currently for him. Prick. Bruh, she throws a goddamn chuncleta at the back of his head. <laughs> oh, okay. So he decides. He's like, look, your quarters are over there. I'm gonna, I'm gonna head to mine. And she immediately, she's like, I'm not a prisoner. And he's like. You're a guest. Right. 
So he like starts to walk away and she's so angry at him that she like takes off her chancleta and she goes ahead and she fucking throws it at him with the velocity of like whatever with the force. And it hits him in the back of the head with like a thud. And he's like, bro, he spun around so fast and she went to do it again. He's like, I dare you. I was like, ooh. (laughs) But, but he said, I dare you. And then he really, like, he snatches the second, because she does throw it. He snatches the second one. And then he's, like, looking at her, and he's like, interesting. So, wait, but then it gets better. Because before she walks off into her room, she hears a female voice coming from Reese's room. And the female voice says, well, that went well. Yeah, and then he snarls, and she's like, ooh, let me get my ass downstairs. Thanks! She was like, I gotta go! (laughs) Gotta go, so the next thing we know, um, she's just basically, she goes into the room that Reese tells her is hers. Um, and she goes in there and basically she's describing the fuck out of this room. And all I have to say is this is what dreams are made of. Like, oh this, my God. this room, yes. this room, I would, if this was a hotel, I would stay. Yeah, Gladly pay like, whatever it was. It's very open air. There are no like walls. Um, no. So she can see over the mountain. And even though like the wind is blowing outside and it's snowing outside, it's like warm inside because of magic, obviously. But she's just like, I don't feel like the walls are pressing in on me. Like when I'm at home, I don't feel claustrophobic. I don't feel, you know, worried. Like I feel like I can be calm here. But that says a lot. It does, right? You feel claustrophobic and fearful at your own house. But at this place that you've never been that's open, you feel at home almost. The next morning is my favorite. Yeah. So the next morning, Reese wasn't lying about her joining him for breakfast. She He actually sends... <laughs> Bro. He sends the two... The, he sends the two the fairies. The two twins. Yeah, the, the yeah, fairies that, that were, were with her under the mountain. Yeah, so... But this time, they're not... Um, they're not ghost-like. They're solid. Yeah. So I wonder if they're like that when they leave the night court. That's the same question she had in the last book. Maybe. But bro, why did I, when he said, you will join me for breakfast, mm-hmm. why did I think of Beauty and the Beast? Oh, well, you will join me for dinner. dinner. That's not a request. <laughs> oh my God. I was God. like, okay, giving off big energy here, but go off. However, she also tells him like, I'm not a dog to be summoned. Right. They basically sit down to like have breakfast together and- Reese is just explaining to her stuff about the night court. Um, The thing for me at the end of the chapter was him explaining to her more of how the bond works. Also, he, oh wait, he said something really sweet on page 56. Because mm. she was like, why are you in my head? Why are you doing this? Why are you doing that? And she was like, how often do you just rifle through my mind? And he says, when I can't tell if your nightmares are real threats or imagined when you're about to be married and you silently beg anyone to help you. And I was like, oh, mm-hmm. he really, oh, really cares about her. And my thing is like, I'm trying to figure out, I'm playing devil's advocate and I'm like, why? Why do you care so much? Mm, interesting. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So she, and she does the same thing. She's like, well, like, what do you want from me? Why am I here? And he's like, well, this week, I want you to learn how to read. Which we all know she fucking needs to learn how to read. All right. I'm sure Lucian would agree. I'm sure Lucian Lush- oh. Lush- would agree. <laughs> Just pick one. Right. Please. <laughs> Stop. Because that, that's traumatizing. That was horrible. That was horrible. 
So that leads into chapter six. Yep. And Farrah, of course, is being stubborn and keeps denying his offer. Reese is like telling her, no, I have a good reason behind like why you should learn. You're a high fae now. You're going to be the wife of a high lord. And also, you know, your life kind of depended on it once. You might need to learn how to read. But he also tells her, I also want you to learn how to shield. So shielding is basically her putting up a mental wall. She's like, they are both necessary skills, but you are not going to teach me and things like that. And he's like, like Reese is just like, bitch, I'm here to help you. Why are you? (laughs) Right. You're going to be here for a whole week. What are you going to do? You're just going to sit in your room and mope. Oh, but there is something that does happen. um, Because every time something interesting happens, he says interesting. She fucks up a fork. She like bends. She's so mad. She folds it into a triangle. And he like just looks at it and he's like, interesting. He, then she immediately like you said that last night and he was like well i can't say it twice like fuck i can't speak <laughs> right and then he's like i say interesting because you're pretty strong for like a high fae did you notice that did anybody else notice that yeah. and she's like i don't know i never really stopped to ask and the reason why he's like observing her and shit is because he thinks that she might have the powers of the other high lords all the high lords in, yes of all the high lords in her yes so that means I'm every high lord. <laughs> <It's funny. laughs> so that means every high lord gave her an ability. So yes. if she has a power from a high lord, that means she has every high lord's ability, which is, for instance, we know Tamlin's. Tamlin's is shapeshifting. Now we're starting to learn Reese's stuff. And we know Reese has wings, one. He does, he's able to jump into people's minds. Will she be able mm-hmm. to do that? Like it's right. It's a lot now that you're really thinking about it. You're like, okay, so she got her strength from which court, and then okay, she got this from which court, and she got this from which. Like you know what I mean? So it's really interesting. And the fact that Reese is the one to bring it up, I like sat there. I was like, oh god, okay, bruh, I know. And I was like, okay, he noticed. So if he noticed, then somebody else had to notice. Tamlin and Lucian had to have noticed. And so we go into like their more tit for tat, tit for tat. And Reese basically tells her, like, Feyre, I'm I'm not your enemy. Like, after everything that happened, like, you know, I'm I'm on your side. Yep. And she's like, well, Tamlin and everybody else says you are my enemy. And he's like, well, what do you think? And she's like, well, you're doing a pretty good job of proving them right. That's bullshit. You know, after everything that you did to me under the mountain and his face, bruh, he was like... <laughs> He had to, he had to like, take he a was, breather. He had to take a yes, breather. He did. That's when I noticed he got a little bit of a temper. A bit of a temper he got a little don't bit of temper. you? But so they get interrupted and they stop talking about it because we get. Wait, wait, wait. Before, oh, go ahead. Before that happens, before that happens, because he, he doesn't plant this in her mind, but he confirms it for her. He was like, I don't know why you wouldn't want to have powers, why you wouldn't want to train and stuff like that. You just want to be wrapped up like a pretty little present for Tamlin. And she's like, so what's wrong with that? And he's like, what's what's wrong with that? Like he gets so upset that she just wants to play wife. So he's just like, the person, the favorite I knew wasn't about that shit. Facts. And then that's when they get interrupted. Oh, and then we get, can we, we get introduced to who? What's her name? Morgan. Her name I, is Let me tell Morgan. you. That bitch name is Morgan. When we I, we kiki. Listen, when I read that, I legit texted Morgan and I was like, you're really going to love chapter six. <laughs> I was like, you're I really going to love chapter six. And of course she's described as like 
so beautiful. Right. I was like, oh, thank you. But also so lethal, though. Feyre is like, listen, she's like, she is beautiful, but I can already tell the way her body, like, the way her body moved and the way she, like, handled the fork and knife or whatever for breakfast. This bitch. This bitch know how to handle a weapon. She knows her way around right. a weapon. Can I just say, though, did you get Alice vibes? Because Morgan, more was definitely, more walked up and she's like, hey, like extra high. She was like, hey, best yeah. friend. They haven't even met. They've never met each other. And more just like jumps in and she's just like. Which of course means Reese has been talking about her, talking her up. So Moore comes in and she pisses off Reese and Feyre's like, ugh, I've never seen him pissed off. This is great. Facts. <laughs> It was just like, it was a whole thing. And she, um, what did she say? She's like, oh, finally, you bought my best friend to come and see me. So now I'm definitely convinced that she knows everything about Feyre. But also another thing is Feyre immediately recognizes the voice. And she's like, oh, that's the voice from last night. That's the one. Exactly. That said, oh, that went well. Like, <laughs> Yeah. Before they leave the table to go to the library, yes. she does say something interesting. Because Feyre's like, oh, I didn't see you under the mountain. And more goes to say, like, oh, I wasn't there. I was, and Reese cuts her yes. off. I also caught this. So I was like, huh. I was like, where the fuck were you, more? Where right. were you? So that, that, like, it didn't click for me at first. But now, like, going over the notes and stuff, I was like, could she have been spying on innate? I didn't even yeah. think of that. I don't know. Okay. I don't know. You know, my theories be wild as hell. So... <laughs> We end up making our way to the library and immediately Feyre's like, I know my alphabet, I'm not that fucking stupid. <laughs> yeah, he's like, well, I don't know where to start from because you're so fucking stubborn, you won't tell me yes. anything. So here, read this. And he slides the paper across the desk. <gasps> Why does the paper say, <laughs> you look absolutely delicious? Yo. When she was reading it, Wait, can we can we talk about this for a second? Because oh she's sounding this shit out. She can't read the whole sentence. So she's mm. sounding it out. And she's getting in it like, you look. And he's like muttering like, good, you're doing great. And then it's like, absolutely. And then he's like, delicious. <laughs> to which then she really realizes what the sentence says. It, it legit says, you look absolutely delicious today, Farah. And she's like, you pig. I was like, don't call my baby that, damn it. <laughs> oh my God. And again, he's like, listen, I am not your enemy. I am just trying to help, to you. help you. But at the same time, after she does that, he jumps into her head and he starts talking to her through her mind. And he's just kind of like talking to her that way and like trying to get her to put a shield up to kick him out. Yeah. So he's training her. Eventually she does. It's it's real interesting. And when she does, he like looks at her and he's like, good. My question, um, my question, because again, playing devil's advocate is, again, why does he care so much? He could have had anything when he made that deal under the mountain. Facts. But he asked for her time. So I know that there was maybe, maybe it was initially to piss off Tamlin. But now, why did he come running to save her from her impending nuptials? I don't know. But he's also like saying, the like one of the reasons why he keeps telling her that she needs to put a shield up like, he's being funny about it, but he's like, you know, so I could sleep at night. But I feel like there's more to it. Yeah. He's like, so that people, so that I and then people like me cannot get into your head and, you know, fuck your shit up. Um, And then, so the end of chapter six, 
Reese basically tells, like, Reese takes Feyre into his ma- his map room. I think it's what it's called. I think it, yeah, it's like a a, a war room or um or a strategic room or something yeah. like that. Yeah, and so he takes Feyre in there and like basically he tells Feyre like war's coming, and she's like. What? Mm-hmm. And I was like, such a GOT thing to do. You end on that war is coming. Winter is coming. Like, yeah, so chapter seven basically picks up there and like Feyre's just kind of trying to figure this out because she's like, well, what What do you mean? I, I don't know. I didn't know that there was war. Like, who's war? Who's coming over? Who's invading? Like, she has all the questions. Yeah, and she initially like thinks that Reese is gonna invade the mortal lands and she's like, please don't. And he gets so upset. He gets so he does. upset. He's like, you really think that low of me after everything. Yep. Oh, he was so hurt. I hurt for him in that moment. Me too, because I like sat there, I was like, babes, like, it's it's not him. It's not But him. the thing that got me was it's the fucking king of Hybrin. He is coming back. He's like, first of all, you killed anti uh anti climax or whatever the fuck you want to call her. <laughs> and then <laughs> then It was anticlimactic for her. She ain't <laughs> <laughs> Right. You killed her. And she was just honestly the beginning of yeah. a test for him. Yeah. To see if he would be able to take over because he has to get to the mortal realm right. by way of Perithian. Yeah. And so I was just like, I was wondering, I was like, okay, is that what he like heard? Did he like invade the king of Hybron's mind? And then he saw that when he was on the rooftop with Feyre, um in the last book? Oh, maybe. Maybe that's what it was. Maybe that's what had yeah. him stumbling. Yeah. Maybe, because he's like, oh shit, this isn't over. And then Vries tells Feyre, like, he brought her to the night court because there are other fairies in Perithian that will stand with the king of Hybern. And that if she has um, powers and shit, like, she should fight. And then another thing that he said was, because um, she asked him, she's like, did you fight in the war? And this is this yes. is to give us a good idea of, like, how long Reese has lived. Um, and of course, like how long everybody else has lived. And like, basically she asks him that and he's like, yeah, like he was young by their standards, I guess the Fae. But he was basically saying that like, he, he did go out and fight and he was like, the slaughter was like, he couldn't even finish the sentence. He was just like, I have no interest in ever seeing like that full scale of slaughter ever again, which is why, which is why he's currently like, listen, War is coming, and and I'm letting you know because like we need to fight it. We need to prevent this. It mm, it, it made me sit there and be like, all right, babes, I got you. I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready. He's like, listen, with your particular set of skills, right, right, <laughs> we could really use you. Exactly. And so he like he also mentioned, which I found important, uh, that the high priestesses are all hungry for power. So that I was like, I'm like on to you, and Nathan. Right. That sounds bitch. like a name. Right. And Feyre is like, why are you telling me all of this? Because, you know, Tamlin won't tell her shit. And Reese is like, because I need you and I trust you. Basically. So I was just like, oh. But he also tells her. She gonna break your trust. She don't deserve it. <laughs> he also tells her, like, like you just said, like, she has a particular set of skills. He legit says, you have a skill set that I need. Rumor has it you caught a surreal. You know, she's trying to get out of it. She's like, I'm sure you know other people that have, like, gotten it like blah blah whatever he's like no 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 i, I want you specifically to find yes, because it. i trust you right. you're the only person that i trust right um he also tells her <laughs> that high ladies do exist and i was like are you fuck-? so tamlin lied 
Wait, Hamlin straight he, up lied. He says, and I quote, because she says, um, no, because he says, what if you could stand against us? Hold your own, a high lady. And she's like, there are no high ladies. And he's his bow, his brow for for whatever. And then he's like, furrows, yeah. yeah. And, and he's, he's like, like, bitch, what the fuck? He's are you like, we'll talk about, about that later. Like he's like, we'll talk about that later too, because obviously people been feeding you lies, lies. So yeah, so that's my thing. That's my thing. Tamlin is lying to her. He's also not telling her the truth about the impending war. Mm-hmm. So I'm just like, okay, red flag, red flag, red flag. And Favor, of course, is trying to deny all of this. And Reese is like, look, open up your eyes, bro. What is it? It's on page 74, I think. He says something really interesting. Um, oh, he says, okay, because like, I, I don't know if this is what you're talking about. But for me personally, this stuck to mm-hmm. me where he basically is like, um, they're going back and forth. And it's like, Tamlin isn't your keeper and you know it. And she's like, I'm his subject and he is my high lord. And yes, Reese is like, like, you are, you are nobody's no subject. subject. I was like, and then he's like, I'm going to say this once and only once. You can be somebody's pawn or you can rise up and be a goddamn badass. Facts. And I was like, oh. Facts. And she's just like, she's like, I don't want to hear this. No, no. And at I'm this like, point, bitch. at this point, she was annoying the hell out of me. She, oh my God, same. I like Same. sat there. I'm like, like can are you, you fucking kidding? I'm like, can you just listen to the man? Right. He obviously knows something. He's been around longer than you've been alive three times. Oh, right. So she ends up avoiding him for the rest of the week and keeping her distance. And then later on, she comes upon him and more in an important conversation about um, a recent attack on his lands. Mm-hmm. And I just want to point out here that Moore was looking at Feyre the whole time, like oh, should she be here? Should I stop talking? And Reese was just like, no, Keep continue. Going. Yep. Because he wanted her to be a, con- a part of the conversation. He wanted her to be involved. Unlike Tamlin, who was trying to protect her, or what I think at this point, lie to her. Yeah. Because um, Reese also brings up a very interesting thing. Tamlin has a lot of connections to Hybron via his father. Yeah. Exactly. So I was like, mm. It's, it's really starting not to look good for Tamlin, in all honesty. It's not. Like, it's really I'm really not. sitting here, and I'm like, mm, okay. I'm like, oh, oof. I'm like waiting for the shoe to drop. I'm waiting for something horrible to happen for me to be like, fuck Tamlin. Like, <laughs> legit. I know. I'm waiting. It's, like, it's, so, it's so bad, because in the first book, like, we also fell for him as well in a sense yeah. you know yeah like he was sweet and he was caring he was kind and trying to get favor to stop being a dumb bitch and now and she's now, still being a dumb bitch but with reese and now it's like no 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 i want you to be that dumb bitch oh yes now it's like listen you know i need you to to, to be yeah i need you to stop asking questions i need you to just do as you're told exactly. i need you to you know and i was just like oh i don't like this at all so at the end of the week Favor demands that Reese takes her home. And he's like, can you say good morning to me first? Like, you come in here making demands. She was shit. like, he was like, can you just treat me humanly? Like, come like, on. Like, can you treat me with the basic decency right. of another fey being, please? Exactly. Like, she's so rude. He finally drops her off at home. And before she goes running in, he's like, good luck. And But then he's and like, I'll see you. She, he's like, I'll see you next month. Right, and she tries to spit at him, and he disappears. First of all, who is with her trying to spit at and spit on people? Who are you spitting at? First off, she's a peasant. She's she's doing peasant shit, and you are no longer a peasant. I need you to stop. This is why Tamlin's like, bitch, you can't be a high lady. You out here spitting on people? Fuck you. Right, right. (laughs) spitting on people. What the fuck is wrong with you, bro? Yeah. So immediately she goes into the study and she finds Tamlin and Lucian, and like 
you know, they look over. Tamlin is immediately, like, on top of her. He's double-checking her. He's making sure there's nothing wrong, like, as if Reese would have done something to her. I, whatever. Um, <laughs> I was like, no. Um, okay. But then, this is what killed me. So, like, in this chapter, she starts talking about the war. And she starts talking about what Reese tells her. And immediately, Tamlin is like, tell me everything. Tell me what the night court looks like. Tell me what his rooms look like. Tell me well, what before the before that. Go ahead. They were they were kissing like they were making out and whatever. She just was glad to be home. Mm-hmm. And he pulled away from her and he's like, "We have to talk." He's the one that broached the subject and bought it up. And he was like, "I need you to tell me everything that you know." To which, at at one point, she says before she starts because she definitely sings like a fucking canary. But before she oh starts, God, yes. before she starts singing like the damn canary, she's like, um, "This is starting to feel like an interrogation." And they're just like, no, 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 you know, we we just wanna um we, we just wanna know because they're like nobody has ever made it back from the night court in one piece. Yeah. That and he's like, Reese is our enemy, and if he's planning to do something, we need to know the layout of his land and all that stuff. And that clicked for me too, because Reese was also like, if Hybern attacks, they're gonna attack the night court first. Yeah. And I was like, huh. Yeah. It's starting to sound like Tamlin is fighting for uh, Big Daddy Kane. Big Daddy Kane. Can we call him Big Daddy Kane? <laughs> yes, we can. Oh Big Daddy God. Kane in hybrid. Yeah. That's what it's starting to sound like. Legit. And she also asked them, like, hey, did you notice that I might be powerful? No, you don't have any powers. They, and they were like, shh, they don't talk about that. Don't talk yeah. about that. They were like, don't. Don't say that. <laughs> <laughs> they immediately, like, Throw it under the rug. Like, they're like, no, no, no. You don't got no powers. You're good. You're good. You're okay. Um, But then they also have her, like, second-guessing stuff. So, like, when they start to ask her about the night court and things, she really starts to start second-guess and think that, well, did Reese alter my mind? Did Reese alter the way I think? Did Reese... And I'm like, yo! I'm like, I can't! I can't! Like, are you serious? After he was teaching you to put your mental shields up and down and up and down. Like, why would he even bother? Why would he even bother? And then she's like, oh, I want to fight. And of course, Tamlin is like, no, no, you (laughs) can't do that. Yeah. But he never stopped to consider. And this is important, too. He never stopped to consider that maybe she wanted to know how to protect herself. Because she, Tamlin is like, oh, no, you don't have to train. I'll I'll protect protect you from anything and everything except for Reese, by the way. It makes like, no okay, fucking she wants sense. To learn? Right. I was like, what if she wants to learn how to protect herself? What if something happens to you or you're not around? Right. What if you get injured and can't make it to her? She needs to at least be able to put up some type of fight. At least. Exactly. And I was like, this is toxic masculinity. And Castile Fast. would never. Thank you. Never. My baby Cass? Nah, he would have handed the dagger and been like, babes, let's go. Like, I, like I'll spar with you. That, stab me all Ugh. you want. Stab me it was all like, you it was, want. It was not it for me. No. I was just like, you're you're rubbing off on me the wrong way. The wrong way. So in chapter eight, um, it is a week later. And now we are coming up upon, how do you say it? The, the tith? Teeth? The tithe. The tithe. <laughs> Sorry. 
Um, so now we're coming up on the tithe, and basically rhymes with trife because it's trifling. Because it's trifling. Um, basically, Tamlin is sitting there in a throne, like in an actual throne, and um, Feyre is sitting in a small little chair next to him, you know. Um, and there's a line out the fucking door, and it's just a bunch of, of subjects coming in and basically providing Tamlin with whatever they can from their little court that they can pay him. Um, and basically some people came with gold, some people came with silver, some people came with, with chickens and roosters and some people came with acorns. I was like, okay. Right. All types of stuff. And then we get to this one fairy who, what is it? She's like a water reef. She's a, she's a water wave. Right. I think it's called a yeah. water wave. And so they get there and she basically tells Tamlin, like, we have no fish to provide you. Like we have no fish from, from the pond to provide you with and tamlin is like eating yeah and tamlin's like that's not my problem that's he's like he's like you got three days to get me what i need that's what you got it's not my problem right or else the next tithe you have to pay like twice as much yeah yeah and i was like what the fuck and favor did the same thing she's like surely we can go without fish like we don't need all of these things he's like no it's the principle of it okay she's legit muttering this things to him and he's basically telling her like listen this is how my dad did it that's this is how my dad's dad did it and this is how i'm gonna do it and And this is how my son is gonna do it. oh when he said that i was like ick i was like ill i was like oh no no. Mm -mm. i like this gross um but ultimately, Farah decides that this just isn't right. She was, as a human, she starved. And she, like, knows what it's like to starve. And so right. she decides to get up. She leaves and she just makes an excuse. And she gets out and she finds the fairy. And she gives her, like, the jewels that are on her. Like, she gives her the earrings. Literally all the jewelry. Earrings and the belt or something like that. And she passes it to her. And she's just like, use it. Do what you can. Whatever you need to feed you and your sisters. And later on, Alice is like, look, I'm gonna let you know right now, like, what you did, she's like, that fairy is never gonna forget that. She's like, she's never gonna forget. Even though you said you don't, even though you said you don't want anything from her, like, there's no, um, there's no debt to be paid, she's gonna owe you a debt. And she even says that. She's like, my sisters and I will not forget your kindness. Facts. So I'm, I was like, why do I feel like they go come back later and pull up on somebody for her like gang gang? Yes. I was like, that's what we need. That's the type of energy we need. Um, but then, so after that, Tamlin, Lucian, and Favor are sitting at dinner and like, it's fucking awkward. It's awkward. Bruh, it's so And immediately Feyre knows, she's like, what is it? And Tamlin, without hesitation, you know what it is. I was like, oh my God. Yes, they fucking get into it. And Lucian is just like, oh no, mom and dad are fighting again. Oh my baby, my baby. Yeah, and at one point, Tamlin actually takes his anger out on Lucian because Lucian's like, well, you know, maybe it's like this. And Tam's like, did I ask you for your opinion? Yo, when he did that, I was so pissed off. I was so, so pissed off. So was I. I was just like, oh, fuck you. And, and Favor was he just. didn't say anything back. Favor was just he as was just, pissed, though. Favor sat there and yes. she was like, fight back. Say that we're right. And right. then that. And she was like, it was like she was trying to get into his that triggered, mind. That triggered it. Uh, yeah. That triggered it. Yes. So then we find out. That triggered it. That we find out Favor actually does have Reese's ability to jump into minds and she jumps mm-hmm. into lucian's and she can see out of lucian's eye and yes. like she immediately freaks out like internally she doesn't freak out outside but she freaks out internally and um she decides all right you know what? i'm done 
I'm done with this meal. I'm done. I'm leaving. Mm-hmm. And like Tamlin's like, we're not finished with this meal. And Feyre's like, get over yourself. I'm out. Fuck you. Right. She's like, fuck off. Right. The thing too, when she was talking in her head, like to Lucian, she was like, get up, push back, fight back. Lucian's jaw kind of tightened. So I'm He definitely knew she was in there. He could hear her. He could definitely yeah. hear her. But I think that's definitely going to come up later. Something else that she also noticed was as she was walking away, there were scorch marks on the wood at the table from her from her hand this bitch got all the powers all the fucking powers every single one oh my god this bitch is like a walking infinity gauntlet yo (laughs) (laughs) she got every single power um so then chapter nine rolls around and basically oh so chapter nine is basically where alice says that like this this fairy is never gonna forget it i think Yeah. yeah 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 um yeah so then Oh, this was actually a really good chapter because it made me sit and be like, okay, so mm-hmm. after she does that with Alice, she um, it's after midnight. Tamlin hasn't come to bed. She starts looking for him. She finds him in his study. He's like still working and there is a uh, gift on his desk, right? And so Tamlin's toxic behavior, this is when I started to pick up really on the toxic behavior because mm-hmm. at this point he's saying like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And like he's, you know, kissing her and saying, I'm sorry. And like, now he's equating, um, like, I'm sorry with loving touches. You know what I mean? Like it's, yeah. it's, it's too toxic and, at this point. And now with gifts. Oh yeah, that too. So he feels like, oh, I fucked up. Let me go get a gift. And right. so he gets her a gift and like, um, they both like Feyre admits, she's like, no, like I was in the wrong. Like, me doing that obviously undermines you in some way. And he's like, no, I understand where you're coming from. I've never starved. Like they, they both go back and forth and just admit they both were in the wrong in a, in a sense. Um, yeah, we had two minutes, two minutes of. Exactly of the type like, of communication you know, that we were fucking looking for from the very beginning. Yeah, two minutes before the fucking drama came. Oh back. my God. And then she opens. So he, she sees the box. She opens it. Um, and basically well before that okay no what's up no i'm like hold on no 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 okay i was i'm like thinking about stuff and i'm like wait did this happen before that no so basically she opens the box she opens the box she opens the 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 present he got her and she thought initially looking at the box she's like please do not let this shit be a crown please don't let it be a crown and it's not she's like it's worse basically he bought her paint brushes and paint and things like that and She's looking at it and she's like, oh my God, the red looks like Amarantha's hair. It looks like the blood from the fairies. She's like, the blue looks like the eyes of that one fairy that I killed. Like she Mm -hmm. is just done. And she starts basically telling Tamlin, like, he's like, oh, you don't like it. And she's like, no, like, it's wonderful. Like she's trying to cover up. But Mm -hmm. ultimately she starts telling him, like, she's like, look, I need to breathe. Like, I can't breathe. You're, you're smothering me. You're you know, we have all these guards and things and I can't leave and I can't do stuff. Like, I'm smothered. And she basically tells him, I'm drowning. You're drowning me. And that fucking triggered shit for Tamlin. Like... It did. Like, he didn't... He just stared there. He stood there and he just looked at her, didn't say anything. And then that's when the shit... Hit the fan. Hit the fan. There was an She said she released, like, a cry... And it was a literal, it's like, it's like she had all of that shit building up in her until she literally exploded. And she said everything in the room around her turned to like dust or ashes Wait, or something like black ash. Okay, I have a question for you because I read that as mm-hmm. she exploded, right? Like yeah. the powers exploded out of her. But then yeah. 
when I was reading chapter 10, it sounded to me as if it was Tamlin's anger that exploded out of him. And she was able to put a force field up to protect herself. Really? That's how I read it when I got to chapter 10. Because like, okay, right here, after she says I'm drowning, right? She's like drowning. And the more you do this, the more guards, you might as well be shoving my head under the water. Then it's like nothing in those eyes. Because she's looking at Tamlin. There's like nothing in those eyes, that face. But then I cried out instinct taking over as his powers blasted through the room. He got so angry. Oh, oh, so it was his It was powers. his powers. Okay. So he got okay. so angry that she just compared him. Because in chapter 10, he says, I feel I felt like you were comparing me to what happened to under those the mountain. People under the mountain. Yeah. Right. Okay. And so it that was makes his powers sense. that blasted out that disintegrated the room. And okay. she ended up using a force field to protect herself. Because if she didn't, what would have happened? Right. Mm-hmm. Damn, 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 Tamlin. Yeah, so, so then it was it was it was bad. We move and on. then that goes into chapter ten. Yeah, you move on to chapter ten and basically like um Fe- like I said, Feyre put up a force field very last minute before anything could hit her. Um and Tamlin is trying to get through that force field. He's like, Feyre, Feyre, please, like please open up, please, please, please. Um, and then he starts, of course, again saying, "I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry." And then he's I love like, you, "I love you, yeah." I love you. And then he's like, "I'll try to do better. I'll be better. I'll try." This is all. These are all. Um, what do you call it? Not red flags. These are all staple. Like every every time you hear about some type of domestic abuse, or every time you hear about yes. some type of toxic behavior from a guy, where it leads to some type of domestic issue, these are the signs. These are the yeah. signs. And I'm like, okay, well, he fucking blasted the whole room apart. What's gonna happen next time? Exactly. You know what exactly. I mean? So I'm like, you're not, you're not safe with him. And to, to be quite honest, she's never actually been safe with him. Mm-mm. So I'm just like, yeah, I, I'm not. At this point, Tamlin to me is like one so, foot over the fence. I can't. Well, then not only that, but like um, he starts to say like, I'll do better. I'll be better and things like that. And and then he's like, please give me more time. Like I need more time. I need to get through this. What do you need to get through? What is it? Exactly. He's not telling her. And she was like, I was just too tired to question him. Bitch, and question. That's basically, that's basically what happens over the next month. Right. She's so, just like, I'm too quiet or tired to question him. I don't want to question him. I don't want to argue. Also, also though, because what ends up happening is um, Tamlin continues to apologize for like days on end. And then, yeah. as we've been saying, he uses intimacy as another way of a quote unquote apologizing. And so mm-hmm. like he's doing that morning and night and he's like worshiping her and blah, blah, blah. And so she just is like, it's been so good. I haven't wanted to tip the boat. Like I haven't wanted to yeah. like ask the questions and I haven't wanted to bring up anything because it's been so good. And I'm like, that's an issue though. If you can't, yeah, you can't communicate. It's like, yeah. And she says that too. She's like, um, you know, it was never, they like, ugh, she said, we've been fucking like rabbits, Basically. but that was never the, the hard part. The hard part was everything else. And I'm like, sis, that's a problem. Right. That's a lot. Yes. Exactly. Everything else is your life. life. Right. Together. You guys can't just keep fucking like rabbits. Exactly. It's momentary. So yeah, we get to page 103 and basically like she's saying that she's been waking up later and later, which not for nothing is kind of a sign of depression. Like you don't want to yeah. get out of bed at all. So she's like, doesn't want to get out of bed or whatever. She keeps saying like she's waking up later and later. And like ultimately she hears Tamlin say, get out. 
like from from <laughs> the wall. And she immediately is like Right, on the other side of the wall. Yeah, she's <laughs> like, What? And she says like she can't hear the other response, like the other response is too quiet. And then yeah. she hears again, like, I'll say it one last time. And so she immediately gets up. She's naked. Tamlin has shredded her clothes in a, in a bout of sex. And she's like, okay. She, <laughs> she wraps the blanket around herself. She's like, I'm going to go check. So she goes to check. And the moment she opens the door, <laughs> Reese is out there. He's like, hey. But I will say this. It says that when Reese turns around upon hearing the door open, the grin that he had on his face altered. And I was like, mm. Yeah, and he was like, have you been eating? Because she looks fucking Sick. horrible. She looked, yeah, oh because God. she's fucking depressed. Nobody will talk about it with no, her. No, it's not, not even- Like, she's dealing with all this shit. It's not even him saying, have you been eating? It's him saying, are you running low on food? <laughs> are you running low on food here? Yeah, because she looks like, she looks demaciated. Or how do you say it? Demaciated? Uh, Something like that. Y'all will correct me um, if I'm wrong. So then, of course, Reese, but, Reese is just like, we're leaving. We're yes. Leaving. And Tamla's like, no, you can't. And he's like, mm, but I can't. I don't think I asked you. <laughs> right? Right? So ultimately, like, Farah doesn't even put up a fight. She's just kind of like, all right. So she just turns she around. She also mentioned she's like, I'll be glad to go to the calm of the mountain. Yes, and I was yes, like, exactly. That says a lot. That says oh, a lot. Oh, damn. So she ends up just turning around, getting into the room. She saved the night court attire. Alice wanted to burn the fuck out of it. And and all <laughs> Feyre said was, I'm going to have to go back anyway, so I might as well save it. So they saved it. She turns around. She puts on the night court attire. And, like, Tamlin follows her. And he's trying to, like, talk to her. He's just, like, it's just a part of whatever game he's playing. Like, he's playing games and blah, 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 whatever. And Feyre is just, there's no fight in her anymore. There's no right. She's just like, mm, whatever, I'm going. It doesn't matter. Like, there are going to be consequences if I don't go. And she tries to talk to him, too, one last time mm-hmm. about, like, the war and stuff. And he's like, and now's he not the And he shuts her time. down. He's, he's like, like, now's not the time. Yes. And it's like, he's always like, now is not the time. When is it going to be the fucking time? Meanwhile. He's becoming super sus to me. Yeah. And then, like, oh, and, and Feyre says that. She's like, it was never the time for this conversation or that conversation. Like... It's never the time. And then someone coughed in the hallway. And Reese is like, bitch, we need to go. I'm tired of being here. Right? right. <laughs> I don't like it here. Um, but wait, it gets better. Go ahead. It gets better because the chapter ends with Tamlin being like, Reese goes to touch favor so that they can transport or whatever, or yeah. teleport. To and they Tamlin to knocks his hand down and he's like, whatever the cost is, I'll pay it. Like, you're not taking her. I can give you anything, anything you want. And Reese responds, I already have he, everything I want. The, and disappears. He fucking sidesteps the shit out of Tamlin, grabs Feyre, and is like, I have everything I want. And winnows out. Right. And winnows out. And I'm like, that is my baby. That is my baby. Like, oh my God. What a way to end the After first 10, ten chapters. Ah. My God. So... I want to go right into predictions. Do you want to go first? Um, I can already tell you Favor's going to fall in love with Reese. I already see that happening, most definitely. Yeah, I already see that happening. Um, I think that you are onto something in regards to why he cares so much about, like, for her. Because in A Court of Thorn and Roses, it was very evident that he cared about her because she was a means to an end. Do you know what I mean? Like, he was like, if I help her out, then we might be able to get out of Amaranth's clutches. So 
in A Court of Thorn and Roses, like, I felt like that was the reason why he cared so much about her. But I feel yeah. like that dynamic has changed in this book, in A Court of Mist and Fury. Like, I feel like there's something else there, whether somehow maybe he's fallen in love with her and just hasn't said it or something. But there's definitely something there that, like, he obviously cares for her in a different level than he cared for her in A Court of Thorn and Roses. Tamlin, I I do believe he's working with, with Hybern, the king, King Hybern. Mm-hmm. I do believe that. Big Daddy Kane. Yeah, Big Daddy Kane. I think he is working with Big Daddy Kane. I, to what extent, I don't know. And, like, I want to figure out why he wanted to keep Farah so cl- Like, to me, it bothers me. Like, if you're going to start a war, you have the perfect weapon at your disposal. You have a, a high fae that was created who has all of the gifts of the high lords yeah so why not use her going into my prediction i'll tell you exactly why okay good tamlin knows about the war Mm -hmm. i think like you said he and anath are fighting alongside the king of hybron he has ties to the king of hybron or sorry sorry let me go back tamlin is trying to keep fairer close and keep her protected and stuff and keep her out of it because he and Anath are going to fight with the King of Hyrun mm. against Perithian. Okay. It makes sense. His father had ties to Hyrun. Right. He knew Amarantha, even though... Oh, I said her name perfectly. You did! Even hey! though... <laughs> when I'm not thinking about it. Damn it. Now, no, I don't want to. Um, <laughs> he knew her, even though he didn't like her. He knew her. They yeah. like grew up yeah. together almost. And it's like... He always kept saying in the first book, oh, you're so different for a human. Oh, I would have never thought that, you know, humans were like this and stuff like that. And the whole reason he got into that fucking curse was because he was like, I'd rather fall in love with a human because he thought so low of them. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So I'm thinking he fully intends on helping the King of Hybrid take over the mortal lands. And he doesn't want Feyre to know. That's also why Anath was like, oh, you're fae now. They're trying to ingrain in her. You are no Mm -hmm. longer human. You're fae. Like, these are not your people. Exactly. So I think that he's trying to pull one over on her. And when she finds out, she's going to be fucking pissed. Mm. Especially because, Um, I mean, granted, you know, I'm not like, fuck Elaine. But Nesta, I like. So, like. They're right. still human. Those are still her human family. Like Exactly. And yeah. he's just like, oh, well, I can't save everybody. But, you know. Um, number two, I think Feyre is going to realize how condescending Tamlin is. Oh, uh, I has hope been so. The more that she hangs out with Reese. Because Reese is slowly opening so. her eyes. He's not brainwashing no. her like she thinks. No. He's basically just being like, he's pointing out what's already there. Yes, exactly. So, hey, did you realize yeah. that um, you're a pawn? Did you realize that you are playing dress up and playing the dutiful wife he's, and that's not who you are? He's pointing out though, exactly. He's pointing out like you as a human were strong, way stronger yeah. than any human. And yet now that you are high fae, you have all of a sudden lost the fight. You're depressed. You're not willing to do anything that made you happy before. So like- yeah. Reese is just trying to bring back that woman that he met under the mountain that had all this fight and all this spunk and like gave tit for tat and stuff. And we did see her a little bit after the wedding, like when he, not after the wedding, but when he stole her during the wedding, mm-hmm. we did see a little bit of that tit for tat. We, we did see a little bit of that fire 
of the Feyre that he knew. But right. at this point, it's gone. That fight is gone. She's no longer willing to do... T- the fact that she willingly left with Reese when Tamlin... Like, she just, all right, cool. And just walked off, to put on the attire and, like, dipped. I was just mm-hmm. like, damn, yo. Yeah, she's just like, she's she's not in it. No. And also, the more that I was thinking, this is my last one. The more I was thinking about it, I was like, what if what Reese saw when they left Under the Mountain in the last book, what if he actually saw what Feyre would become mm. with all of her powers and stuff like that? That'd be, that would, that's interesting. That's interesting. Yeah. Cause then, so I thought maybe that's what he did see. Because it's interesting. From what it sounds like to me, what Reese is insinuating is that she's stronger than any of the High Lords. She is. All of them put together. And Tamlin and Lucian were even like, yeah, um, if you experience anything, don't talk about that because people will kill you for that power. Like, the High Lords, the other High Lords would be pissed to know that they gave you a drop of their power. Right. Lucian says that. Lucian's like, my dad would be pissed to know that that you have some type of ability from the Autumn Court. The difference is... Is the fact being that Lucian and Tamlin are like, don't talk about it, don't don't say anything, don't do anything, like just keep it hidden. Meanwhile, Reese is like, bitch, I need you to learn how to fight. I need you to learn how to put up your shield. Exactly. I need, I need you, you to, to learn how to do all of this yes. to protect yourself and to also fight with us it's alongside of us. Realistic for for Reese, I'm like, this is realistic because he's saying yeah. like, I need you to know how to fight because what if I can't get there? What if I can't help you? What if nobody can help you? You need right. to learn how to fight on your own. That's realistic. What Tamlin is telling her, well, why do you need to fight? I can protect you. Like, it's not realistic. You can't protect me if you need to be over there or you need to help over here. Like, it's, yeah, no. Right. It's like, it's a whole thing. Yeah. So those are my predictions. Um, and the way that this book started I'm off. I'm so excited. I'm so oh excited to continue reading. I just, I just know, I just know. Oh, so much more shit is gonna pop off. So the next chapters that we're gonna read are chapters 11 through 20. And as always, as a caution, I'm telling you guys, we might hit chapter 20 and be like, I gotta keep going. I think I'm gonna read three I more keep chapters. Going. <laughs> so, just in case, we're gonna, we're definitely gonna read chapters 11 through 20, but we might go up to 23 mm-hmm. depending on how it ends yeah. i'm sorry to do this to you guys but this book is just too damn good facts because i like looked at morgan and i was like after i finished my 10 chapter no as i was getting towards the end of my 10 chapters i was like morgan oh i was like i might end up reading chapter 11 oh, oh, <laughs> I was like, oh and i was like no. you can't <laughs> we can't do that so yeah we we might do that next episode and for any of the other episodes for a court of mist and fury so just be prepared yes yes um also, make sure you guys follow us on social media, YA at Heart Podcast on Instagram and on TikTok, and then YA underscore at Heart on uh, Twitter. Yes. We barely use Twitter, so if you don't want to follow us on Twitter, that's fine. But if you would <laughs> we'll like get, to follow us on we'll Twitter, we'll get better that'd be at awesome. it, hopefully. <laughs> we'll get better at yeah. it. Yeah. Um, with that, I just want to say thank you guys for joining us, and we love you, and stay YA at Heart. Bye. Bye.